Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. Pastor George is back with more great word about prosperity. I I know you're not interested in that, but I really like it. It's hard to get by without it. You know what? That's so true, Gloria. And it why really try? is. Why Just try? Have it. Why try? It's better to live with your bills paid. That's right. It's better to live debt free than to be in right. debt. Yeah. And you know, we have we have so enjoyed preaching this wonderful gospel of, of we have. The, the word of God that makes people free. I'm so glad to be with you on this week, Gloria. Oh, it George, always it's good to see you again. <clears throat> you you brighten my life and I know that you do with all of the folks that are watching Thank us. You. And as we were talking right before the the, uh, the cameras were rolling here, we're talking about how how uh, Gloria has really done so much of the work where prosperity is concerned. That's one of the things the Lord called this ministry to do is to preach the laws that govern supernatural abundance and prosperity. You know, when you don't have anything like house, cars, furniture, good beds and car, you know. It is an encouragement to you to get into the Word of God. It really is. And it has worked. It really is. And no matter where you are, no matter what place you're in, where prosperity is concerned, you can receive, they can receive information from the Word of God, revelation that will absolutely make them free. Today is our 356th broadcast of prosperity. 356. 56. So we'll finish out this week, I just got a good thing while you were talking about the world. Yeah. Faith is not territorial. It's everywhere available (laughs) because the Bible is everywhere available. And if it's not available to you, you can get one some way. Somebody will give you a Bible. Isn't that good? It is. It works. Faith works all over the world. We're going to capture that thought. Faith is not territorial. It is available. That's right. I like that, Gloria. That's a good one. See, we started out already. Gloriaism number one of this broadcast. (laughs) Faith is not territorial. I don't know how to spell territorial, but it's close enough. (laughs) It's close enough, huh? Well, Mm. we are. We're about a week away from 365 days of prosperity. And uh, when we get to that day, Gloria, we will celebrate. Amen. Um, because gonna, that really is, it's really quite something it to, to it's have. It's a work. It's a life's work. <laughs> it's a life's work. <laughs> and we want to know, we want to let the people know that all of the notes are available to you. Just go to kcm.org and you'll see the picture of Glory and Me. If you click on that, you can access all of the notes. If you've been with all us on all of them, we will let you graduate. That's right. From prosperity school. And really, I want, I want to ask for testimonies. Yeah, me too. Especially, Gloria, as we get closer and closer to the, the 365th day, I want to be able to read some testimonies during oh, that yeah. time. Please do so that. please send us your mm-hmm. testimonies as we reach the one year mark of teaching prosperity. And that will encourage <laughs> others. That's right. And our team here, uh, I've put them on the lookout for all of the, the testimonies. And it'll encourage you, Gloria. So many people that I talk to get so much out of these Praise broadcasts God, that we do together. Well, that's great. And it's so funny because when I tell Gloria that, there'll, there'll be times when I'll tell Gloria a testimony 
of somebody that I've met somewhere out there that watches the broadcast that really enjoys listening to Pastor George and Gloria. Yeah. And Gloria will say to me, well, maybe we can keep our job. That's right. <laughs> so, Am I always surprised or what? No, it's, it, it is. It's a blessing. And, you know, we make all of the outlines available online. So ever since we started back in, really back in 20, the end of 2010, 1.5 million downloads of our outlines have taken place. So and I people, believe every one of them are acting, every one of those people are acting on it and prospering. They are prospering. Wow. They are prospering. So awesome. it's so good to be with you and so good to be teaching again. And what we're going to be talking about on these broadcasts this week and the, the following week, too, when we tape again, we're going to be talking about how to handle wealth, good. how to handle wealth. And the reason I feel like it's important for us to talk about that is to help prepare people for prosperity, to make decisions now about how they're going to handle that kind of wealth when it comes in. I've watched you and Kenneth over all of these years, and I've watched how the ministry has grown. I've watched how the Lord has blessed the two of you. I've really seen you in action on how, how someone truly handles wealth. There, there is the wealth of the wicked which that comes to the just, but then there's also the godly wealth and how the godly handle their wealth. And the Bible, it's amazing, Gloria, how much the Bible says about how to handle wealth. If you get wealth before you're ready for it, before you've sold out to the Lord, before you're obedient to Him, before you're not on drugs and all this other stuff. Yes. Not going to work for you. That's exactly. It'll be a curse. That's exactly. It. I mean, you just what you just said there completely summed up what what this is all about. That's right. You need to know, and I've often thought to myself, what it would be like to take these principles and teach them to groups of people who who may not be prospering yet, mm-hmm. but they're just learning about this. Yeah. It's important that we know how to handle our finances. You That's and right. Kenneth are amazing givers, Praise amazing sowers. And as you said before, Kenneth's giving will take your breath. Oh, my, yes. My, it my. Is, it's stunning. It is it's stunning. stunning to me. You know, we have, we have our network that broadcasts the Word of Faith 24-7. And only, only you and Brother Copeland would think this way, and that would be to have all of these broadcasters come on our network and we pay the bill. You know, it took me a few days to work that out myself. <laughs> yeah. Not Ken. He's nope. ready. He's ready. And he, he, I learned so much from you and Kenneth about how to think and how to think on a higher level and on a higher place. And it really, your life has impacted mine and Terry's Praise to such God. a degree that we are prospering. Amen. We are prospering and we are blessed. So what I want to do on the broadcast, Gloria, is talk about how to handle wealth. Well, you might say to yourself, well, I don't have wealth yet. Well, if you continue to follow these principles and you listen to the teachings that we've been talking about, about prosperity, you'll get there. But what happens when you get there? What takes place when the finances are amassed? And and Gloria, you and I have seen... And you're not hungry, and you can pay the rent, and you have everything you need, what happens? Well... And you still have some money, what happens? You have to be, you have to be as hungry as you were to get to that place. You have to maintain that hunger. 
It's like you. I was just before we started our taping today, you had your briefcase up here. And I, I opened it up and I pulled it open for you and I looked inside <laughs> and I saw four Bibles in there. Just four? Just four. <laughs> just four. And those Bibles had the little tabs, the colored tabs in them. Chalk full. And if you look Bible. if you look at Gloria's Bible, it's just page after page after page. Is full well, of notes. I just mark some of the good parts. Yeah, you some of the good parts. <laughs> some of the good parts. Yeah. But you have a hunger, even after all of these years, fifty-two years plus of ministry, you are still hungry for the word. That's right. You know, you can't you can't uh, stop. I mean, Mm-mm. you can't freeze the word. You can't. No, you can't freeze the you word. Can't no, buy it packaged somewhere in ten years. So yeah. I'll get the. Yeah. No, you got to stay with it. You got to keep stay that with revelation it. going. So the revelation of how to handle wealth—that's what we're talking about. And what we're talking about today, we can start with our notes here. It, Proverbs ten twenty two says this: "The blessing of the Lord it makes rich, mm-hmm. and He adds no sorrow with it." So first of all, what we have to establish is that, and this is the title for today, rich is not a dirty word. Being rich is not a dirty word. Really, rich is a Bible word. Okay, here it is. It's not a curse word. It's not a curse. It's a blessing word. (laughs) It's a blessing word. Yeah, not a curse word. Poverty is a curse word. Yeah, that's true. It's It's under under the curse. curse. Mm -hmm. And we've been redeemed from the curse Amen. of poverty so that we can walk in the blessing of Abraham. That's right. So we see here the blessing of the Lord, it makes rich. And the blessing is our empowerment to prosper. And he adds no sorrow with it. Gloria, do you see there the Amplified? Would you read the Amplified translation there, number one? Okay. The blessing of the Lord, it makes truly rich. Truly rich. And he adds no sorrow with it, neither does toiling increase it. Now, that's a strange thing to add to it. And it neither. is. In other words, it's supernatural. Yeah. And you got to get yeah. it. If you don't get it the right way, it won't be a blessing. That's exactly if right. If you go rob a bank, it's not going to be a blessing. It's not going to be a blessing to you. <laughs> if you That's don't live so out true, what Gloria. the Word says, yeah. then the, the uh, it'll take you over and it'll ruin your life. And yeah. you'll be serving the money instead of the money serving you. And you'll be serving time if you rob that bank. <laughs> and yes, we'll have to go see you. <laughs> have to go see in you. In your new Visit outfit. You. Yes. Well, the NIV translation, the blessing of the Lord brings wealth. And he adds no trouble to it. So the blessing of the Lord, when the blessing of the yeah. Lord brings prosperity into our lives, he adds no trouble to it. And if you look, That's you'll awesome see some scripture. things, Gloria, that I wrote out to the left, left-hand left column. I wrote those this morning before I came in because I went back through these notes again. And you look there and you see the word rich in the Hebrew. Yeah. You see that on your the notes that I made? Yes, but you wrote so small I'll have to it's, check it out. <laughs> rich. Rich in the Hebrew means to accumulate. That's what that means. When it says the blessing of the Lord, it makes rich. He's talking about there being able to accumulate or another uh, translation of that says good things. Accumulating good things That's in right. your life. Yeah. So it is the will of God for us to have that. Would you read number three? So what do you want me to read? Okay. Rich means to accumulate. And the that's blessing the, of the Lord. Yeah. 
It makes truly rich. Truly rich. And he adds no sorrow with it, neither does toiling increase it. In other words, it's supernatural. Yeah. I mean, you can increase by toiling. That's right. But so many times when people don't increase right, they misuse their riches and it hurts them instead of helps them. That's right. That's right. And uh, the blessing of the Lord brings wealth, brings and he adds it. no trouble to Mm-mm. it. No That's trouble. NIV. Read the next one. Go ahead. The blessing of the Lord is upon the head of the righteous. Yes, yes. Yes, it is. It enriches <laughs> him, and grief of heart shall not be added to it. Isn't that good? That's no a good grief one. No on grief. The blessing. No grief We need from to the remember blessing. that. Go ahead, Gloria. To minister that to people at times when they're lost a loved one or Whatever. That's good. No grief. Uh, it is the Lord's blessing that makes you wealthy. That's mm-hmm. right. Dare to say, quote, the, the blessing, blessing of, of the Lord, Lord makes me truly rich. rich. In other words, you've got the abundance. Mm-hmm. You've got the ability, but you've got the wisdom of the blessing to use it properly. That's that's well said. That's good, and Gloria. Let it that's very be a good. blessing and not a curse. That's very good. Thank you. Praise God. Very good. In Second Corinthians eight nine, if you look at point B, I like point B. <laughs> rich is not a dirty word. It is that's a Bible right. word. Or like that's you right. said a few moments ago, it's not a curse word. No, no, no. It's not. It's not a curse word. Or it's not. It's not bad to be godly rich. But there's a way. That the godly rich handle their money. Now we'll talk about that later in we the week. Learn, you have to learn how to do that. You have to learn how to do that. In verse nine, it says, "You for know what? Yes, ma'am. Because you, if you become self-dependent instead of God-dependent, oh, glory! That's and so true. And then when true. something like self-sickness or disease comes along, you don't know how to handle it. You, you're, you're self-dependent. Yeah." So we don't want to be that way. No, no. We want to be dependent on We are dependent on, on the blessing and on the Lord. Hallelujah. That's right. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might be rich. Yes, amen. And again, if you look to your Poverty's left here. Poverty is a curse. It is a curse. You look to your left. This morning I wrote this down. Rich in the Greek. The GK is the Greek. Mm-hmm. The rich in the Greek means to become wealthy. Yes. Amen. So that's what Jesus did for us. Through his poverty, we might become rich. Now, Jesus is not in poverty anymore, but he got us to the place. He took the whole curse. He took the whole curse. Part of it is The whole poverty. curse, which includes... Every sickness, every disease. That's it. Every bad thing. That's every bad Jesus thing. Jesus has already paid for and took for you and me. He took it for us. He took it for so us. So we can have it. So that we don't have we to be We receive it. We just have to receive it. It is such a blessing, Gloria, for me now to be able to pay my bills yeah. and pay them with money left over. Now, that's a blessing. That's the blessing. That's the blessing that's working the way in everybody, our lives. That, that, it's God's will for everybody to live that way. You just have to live the way he tells you to live. Yeah. Let him be Lord of your life and everything. And exactly. obey him. Do exactly. what he says. Exactly. And it works. Read that Genesis fourteen twenty two. Genesis there. fourteen. And Abram two. said to the king of Sodom, "I have lifted up mine hand unto the Lord, the Most High God, the Possessor of heaven and earth, and that I will not take from a thread even to a shoe lacet. In other words, I'll not take a thing from you. Mm-hmm. The Lord's made mm-hmm. me rich. Yep. I will not take anything that is yours." 
lest you should say, I have made Abram rich. He didn't want the king to think he was looking to him. That's right. And he wasn't looking to him. That was key. He wasn't. He wasn't looking Praise to him. Praise God. Deuteronomy 8.18, always, always remember that it is the Lord your God who gives you power to become rich. Right. And he does it to, to, to fulfill the covenant he made with your ancestors. Now, I like, I like what it says there, the first two words. Always remember. Always remember. Always remember that it is the Lord your God it's who not gives you. you. No, it's not me. <laughs> it's the Lord your God who gives you the power to become rich. Praise God. And he did it to fulfill the covenant. And if you look there, I've given some definitions of the word rich. In other words, he decided ahead of time. Yeah. Oh. That he wanted you to be rich. Oh, yeah. So he took care of it. Yeah. He decided ahead of time that he wanted you to be healed. So he took care Thank of it. Thank you, Lord. Took care of it. Bore every sickness and he every did disease. That. I'm getting goosebumps. Oh, that's good, Gloria. My, my. And he mm. took care of us. Hallelujah. He, did. he took care of us. The rich, if you see these definitions here, to increase in goods, to have an abundance of outward possessions, mm-hmm. to be richly supplied. Yes. Praise God. And I wrote down here, even the world knows better. The, these are books. These are just secular books. Mm-hmm. Titles like The Guide to Becoming Rich. Start late, finish rich. Dare to be rich. Those are great titles. And I like this one. Smart women finish rich. <laughs> Is that a book? That's a book. But it reminded me, I put this note here. You just have to look at Proverbs 31.10. That was a prosperous woman. She yeah, was a prosperous yeah, yeah. woman. That's right. So the key to biblical wealth is how it is handled. Money is not bad, but it depends on who has it and what they do with it. Well, you know what they say, money's the root of all evil. <clears throat> well, if who yeah. has the money is evil, it's the root of yeah. all evil. Because they can do all the evil they want to do. Exactly. The love of and money. And then they can go to hell if they want to. Because yeah. they got to make Jesus <laughs> they, the Lord of their to. lives. They have to. We have just a few minutes. Look at page two, Gloria, if you would. And we'll talk for a moment about... I already like this, George. This it's is good, great. isn't it? Yeah. The, the difference between godly wealth and worldly wealth, and in Isaiah 32, 7 and 8, these are the different character traits clearly defined in Scripture. In verse 7, now this is the ungodly. This is the wicked. It says in verse 7, The instruments and methods of the fraudulent and greedy for gain are evil. He devises wicked devices to ruin the poor and the lowly with lying words, Mm. even when the plea of the needy is just and right. Now that is, and, and, and there are scriptures, I mean there's a whole, Isaiah 32 and other scriptures talk about the ungodly and the wicked rich. Now that's the wicked rich, but... Here's verse 8. This is the godly rich. Okay. But the noble, open-hearted, and liberal man devises noble things. He stands for what is noble, open-hearted, and generous. You can trust him with wealth. You can trust him with wealth. Mm -hmm. And so worldly wealth is about self. Godly wealth is about serving God and others. The world's motivation for accumulation is acquisition. The believer's motivation for accumulation is distribution. That's good, isn't it? The worldly rich use people to get things. The godly rich use things to love people. 
Good job. So we see the difference cool. there. That came and out then, of my book. In the, it did. <laughs> no, I was bragging on myself. This, okay. this last <laughs> quote here, Gloria, and this came from a series that I've listened to. You taught it a number of years ago, but it was called True Prosperity. Hmm. True Prosperity. It's an excellent series, and it's yeah, available to it. for, for anyone who wants to get a hold of that series. It is wonderful. And a quote that you made from that series, whether money is good or bad depends on who has the money. That's right. When the righteous have money, they do good things with it. When the wicked have money, they do bad things with it. Did I write that? You did it. That's good. <laughs> you I did like it. That. <clears throat> so, the truth, too. You really did, really, in summary of what we've talked about today, there is a difference between the godly rich and the righteous rich. And there is nothing wrong with you and I and you having enough money in your lives to pay all your bills, to live debt-free, and to support your church, to support ministries, the work of the gospel, to be benevolent and generous with others. That is the godly rich. Do you know one of the, uh, maybe the most important protections of being rich is to be a tither? Yeah. People know you're supposed to tithe, but... yes. If you're so tight, you won't let go of it. You're not going to be godly rich. I'm glad you said that because that is, Gloria, a major, major key. Like you said, to the protection, Mm -hmm. to our protection. And if we always have the mindset that 10% off the top, not what's left over, not what's left over, Uh but right off the top, if we continue that mindset, I think you you said something so important there that if you continue the tithing lifestyle and mindset, it'll keep you on the right track. It will. And you won't get off into letting money control you, being ruled by it, or get greedy for gain. It keeps us, the tithe keeps us in a safe place. It's a protection. Oh, that's good, Gloria. Greed is very dangerous. Praise God. And that, you know, if you're... If you have greed, you want to just hold on to everything. Yeah. There's no increase in that. No. Mm-mm. Tithing helps you to distribute. Excellent. If, especially if you understand how important it is. I mean, it's vital. It's really not an option if you want to have food to eat and a house to live in and want to have prosperity. And that Tim just keeps telling me that we're out of town. <laughs> we'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.